Finally, after two decades, Charles Manson remains an enigma. Outlaw, cult leader, convicted murderer, he is the man who most terrorized Hollywood. People look at you today, 20 years later, and they still have no idea what you're about. Tell me in a sentence who you are. is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love the plan here. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? We get Jeff, who comes home fully vindicated at this point in my eyes. <laughs> well, yeah. The only person who's ever made a rational decision in this entire group. And all he wants to do, what do you want to do after you get out of your car? Yeah, he has to urinate very bad. Again, completely reasonable. He opens the door, which was not locked. No, no, it was not. And who does he find? would Would it hurt him to knock? Holy shit! You think so? Looks like the regular garden variety to me. Monty! Where you going? Shut the door. Monty! He barges in on Simon, defecating out their rooster. Mm-hmm. Presumably, I didn't think about what he was actually shooting out. having yeah, digested the flesh of their beloved house pet, yeah. he's now depositing it in their toilet, uh, wearing Whose name is, is Gorky, by the way. What's Gorky that? Is, Gorky is the name of the pet rooster, uh, oh. uh, in case we haven't noted that. Uh, so this thing had a, had a name. Its name yeah. was Gorky. Um, Can we talk about Pesci's uh, get up here? How, how yeah, that's what I was say. Where did he get these look. clothes? Because he's yeah. swagged out. So is, yeah. that a, is that a Grateful Dead tea? That's a great. It appears to be a Grateful Dead tea and like kind of circular John Lennon esque graph glasses with a yeah, blue it's a bandana. skeleton with multicolored like he angel also has wings. A watch at this point. Yeah, yeah. black bandana. There's a woman in the middle of the. Angel, a woman skeleton in the middle of angel wings. Oh yeah, the skeleton has like blonde hair. And Jeff, who's rightfully alarmed, says, "Holy shit!" And we get a great line here. Holy shit! You think so? Looks like the regular garden variety to me. Looks like a normal one to me. You think so? Looks like your average run-of-the-mill to me, or whatever. I should have said it looks like your beloved rooster. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Gorky, actually. That, uh, that I murdered. <laughs> looks like Gorky in a slightly different state than I found him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeff is rightfully mad. Yeah, Jeff's spazzing. Everyone else is thrilled to see Simon, though. They're like, they're well, back, that's... and they're like, oh, great, like, he's part of the family now. Wonderful. Yeah. Big baby. Now I'll probably tell everybody. Monty! Monty, he's in the bathroom. All right, when'd you get back? What the hell is he doing in there? Taking a thumb? Bingo! 
that boy didn't go to Harvard for nothing, you know. Good morning. Honey, I'm home. He goes right now. Peace, children. Oh, Mr. Wilder, how nice to see you. I'm sorry, Jeff, but uh, he's our new boss. Yeah, that's me, boss. I just flew in from Bali. Boz, my long-lost brother. Where's your tan, man? This begins They've again. They've adopted him. I mean, it yeah. was, One of it the was, strangest. This was, a, this was a foster dog that has that, that, that yeah. they went from foster to adoption. We've been through this. He's got money coming in from Social Security. He can pay for it and even kick in for food. That's right. I have the full backing and faith of the United States government. Courtney. God loves them. Courtney, you're telling me you want to live with this guy? You want to live with me? This guy's a Mexican. Will you stop singing? <laughs> sing a song every day. Keep your voices high and gay. If everybody sings a song, never will the world go wrong. All right, so you can't carry a tune, but can you cook? Can I cook? Does Madonna take her clothes Ooh, off? Everett. Does yeah. Saddam Hussein and Omar Gaddafi pull each other's taffy? Yes, but I don't do windows. Okay, you got Fridays. Oh, I'm no, in. no, I, I will not put up with this. Well, then don't. Mr. Wilder will cover your rent. Get out of my way, Jeff. She's right, boy. You big baby. I have a complaint. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Let me help you with this. My van still isn't fixed. That's because I ran out of wine. Oh my God, he didn't even flush! Mm-hmm. And can I say uh, a little something about the wardrobe that I wanted to note here? Is that after this murder, he's basically styled as a Manson-esque figure oh my God. leader of this <laughs> cult <laughs> leader of this cult it's hard to imagine that manson once had aspirations as a singer songwriter in hollywood even going so far as to record some of his music but that music may have indirectly led to the mayhem which followed vincent bugliosi was the man who prosecuted manson and his family members in his best-selling work on the events of 1969 Bugliosi theorized that Manson's anger came as a result of the rejection of his music by Doris Day's son, record producer Terry Melcher. Melcher once lived at the house where Tate and the others were murdered. It's a theory Manson rejects. Terry Melcher came to me. I didn't come to Terry Melcher. He came to me with money in his hand. He offered me. I didn't ask him. I wasn't knocking someone's door down. I was running from that. When I got out, I was in that. I was already through that. I had that. I had the studio. I went to the studio, went to Vox Studios. I had it all, and I looked at it, and I said, this is a bigger jail than I just got out of. I don't want to take my time going to work. I got a motorcycle and a sleeping bag and 10 or 15 girls. What the hell I want to go off and and go to work for? Work for what? Money? I got all the money in the world. I'm the king, man. I run the underworld, guy. I decide who does what and where they do it at. When am I going to run around and act like I'm some teeny bopper somewhere for somebody else's money? I make the money, man. I roll the nickels. The game is mine. I deal the cards. Sad, sad game. Show it to my Oh, I owe you one. I don't mind you. I don't. I do your heart. That's it. That's what I sing. I sing, you know, just, you know, just however I feel. But Manson's biggest legacy was not his music. It was the fear which gripped Hollywood following the killings. Was it an intention of yours to scare the Hollywood community? Hollywood's been afraid since it began 
Hollywood knows Hollywood. Anybody that knows the garbage cans in the alley understands Hollywood. These college kids Correct. are following <laughs> basically a we're Manson. We're doing LSD, and then we're Manson going out on the like town bigger. and murdering several oh people. Right. So he's he's got the long black hair, the oh, beard. Fuck. Um, you know, yeah. he's he's yep. starting a helter skelter east here, guys. And this is the <laughs> no beginning doubt. of it, and only no Jeff. No doubt. And we're sure oh that Jeff God. is going to be his first victim because oh, no, Jeff is no not along with the plan. But this is the weird part: is that like I'm trying to think back to when I was 22, and like these guys have one more semester of college to go, mm-hmm. and they're like. Oh baby, we get to spend it with this old man. <laughs> like, like this yeah. begins the part of the movie where they're just thrilled to hang out with our this final old chance man. to like, like invite girls back to yeah, the house. We're, tw- we're in our twenties. We have no responsibility. We have yeah. tons of disposable income because we're rich. Mm-hmm. We're living in. We're living in. Uh, you know, in Harvard, we're at the top of the top of uh, our our like social economic peers, mm-hmm. and we want to hang out with Charlie Manson, the the rooster murderer, <laughs> who's who's dying of asbestosis. Because they just this precedes another montage, right? Oh well, yeah, they, argue, great, they have a big argument. They have a big a great montage coming up, though. Yeah. Oh, but they do address the rooster killing. Oh well, yeah. So Everett comes out with the empty cage and says, "I have a complaint." Boil, boil, boil. Let me help you with this. My van still isn't fixed. That's because I ran out of wine. Boil, boil, boy. Let me help you with this. Uh, and kind of like scurries out of the room. Uh, yeah. So that's boil, boy, number nine. Uh <laughs> Which I would say is kind of a like a lesser boy oh boy because he's, uh, he's sort of scared, shameful boy oh boy. But he does extend it. Yeah. yeah, he does extend it into a th- like a three boyer. So that, I think this is the first boy oh boy oh boy. Uh, right. So that gets a, an extra point uh, for that one. But but it turns out the complaint Everett isn't about the, about the rooster. Everett How says could you come after it's... your cult leader? Yeah. Exactly. The actual complaint is, my van still isn't fixed. Oh. little bait and switch there. Uh, So he's totally fine with Simon murdering his pet in cold blood. Uh, It's the van. No no issue whatsoever there. Right. Um, But now we get the montage where this is kind of like Simon making friends with all of them individually. Yes. But right before the montage, there's like a comical, like, okay, everyone's like happy. The doors close all at once. Like some, you know, noises off, uh, type, uh, uh situation. Individual yeah. All the doors slams in, in succession. But then after all the doors shut, all the doors are closed. And then the camera slowly like, uh, pan, like, uh, zooms in on, uh, on Simon's door. And it creeps open ever so slightly, and he peeks his head out and looks around. He's thinking. And then a little grin creeps across his face, and a little eyebrow raise behind those John Lennon sunglasses. And he's like, I can't believe I pulled it off. I did it. I did it. My scheme is coming to fruition. Helter Skelter East. Then they're driving their van in the backyard. So they do the montage. We get him on Everett's radio show. He talks to... This montage is very odd, by the way. They're popping champagne. 
Is yeah. that because the van is fixed, or is it because they're like celebrating like a new member of the family? I think they're, I think they're all they drunk, celebrating like the, cult? the blood of the rooster. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, Monty. They're all like they have the blood smeared on their Simon, chests. It's yeah. just like turned into they, like the spacanalia. These people are engorged on the flesh of their victim, <laughs> and they are knowing the joy that only. Uh, someone who terrorized another mortal life in this plane knows and they're gonna live the last semester carefree yeah um if they get a chance again i'm sure that they'll kill again that's mm-hmm. what i'm that's the only thing i'm certain of at this point <laughs> that and i hope that jeff gets out of there before oh, God. before they come from save him. jeff but they do they go to each person he kind of talks courtney through uh, potentially getting together with monty Right? Mm-hmm. Well, to they, be well, clear, when we gives say him talks, a picture. Talk, talks Courtney through falling in love with Monty, we yeah. mean she hands him a photo of her and Monty, and he sort of nods. Yeah. yeah. But presumably, he's greasing the wheels for his boy. Yeah, that was like a weird moment where it was sort of like, okay, I guess that kind of means that, so like it's clear, so that kind of sets up the fact that Simon is aware that the two of them yeah. are actually in love with each other, yes. which she then like kind of acts on. Um, he's already yeah. said. He's already told. Yeah, yeah I guess. I told I guess let's talk right. about let's talk about Monty's elation, absolutely elation with oh. his latest version of his thesis. <laughs> First of all, he's just going. He's basically keyboard. making he's making an O face while typing. Just, oh. Well, it's also one. It's also one hand. That's yeah. just going. He's jamming with one hand and just like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's slapping in the keyboard, <laughs> slapping the keyboard like You're a, right. a seal Man. slaps, slaps the side of he's a pool like, at Sea World, and then he nodded his head. He's nodding like, his yeah. head like with his mouth open, like like. Let me give you a reference here for people who understand like keyboards prior to 2000, and also the number of he's, hands being scene on he's screen is key he's slapping f7 like yes. the middle of the like the middle <laughs> top of the keyboard he's just hammering the f7 key like, we don't know what that's doing that's like, it's not so, like it's a like it's like he's a, not a hitting solo. delete no he's no. not hitting delete he's not he's hitting, hitting a letter i think he's hitting f7 i don't even know what that does but he's just slapping it and nodding like crazy yeah, and then an extremely satisfied. So and I would say almost ecstatic look on his this, face. It's, it's Again. the save as button. It's just an argument. That must be what it is. Yeah, save it. <clears throat> can't be save too it. safe after that Again. last ordeal. Again, he's bonded, bonded with Simon in the flesh. The Correct. sin that they committed together of murder. He's yeah. drunk now. He's drunk. Uh, <laughs> He's drunk on that rooster blood, folks. Yeah. Everyone blood. is extremely lost in the sauce at this yeah. point. Everett brings Simon, Simon has promised him a kingdom of unending wealth and pleasure. <laughs> All he need do is partake in the blood of the rooster with him, and he's done it. So he's Yeah, he's also keyboard. got some great new music he's working on. Right, and Lyle Lovett's singing over this Blue Sky's Falling At Me, and then we get to the radio mm-hmm. Yeah, Ever brings Simon on the air and gets him completely drunk. And to celebrate, we have a guest. Is it Whitman's ghost? Is it the slayer of Dragon Pit Cannon? No, it's the Mama Naman. <laughs> you're a widely traveled man. In fact, you're an expert on how to live comfortably away from home. Would you say Harvard is your favorite spot? No way, Jose. No. 
Well, what's your favorite spot? My favorite place is a leper colony in Malachi. A leper colony? In Malachi. Why? Because I was the most handsome guy there. Hey, Jeff, maybe Malachi is where you should go. Mm-hmm. And they have a great time. And refers to him as, quote, the bum of the month. <laughs> yeah, which is... But which again, is like... A, it's, again, it's, it's Gen X, you know? Yeah, and that's, like, that's how It wasn't that we need Simon to eliminate or change to these terms. It's just that we need the people who we call them to, to, to like, accept them. You know, like, we, yeah. we're doing it kindly, you know, so... Oh, wait, actually, now month. that I think about it, is it... I think it, maybe it's Simon that actually call. I should I should, I should correct that because... Month. Yeah, because uh, it's Everett that goes, um, uh, and to sell it's the Ides of March, and to celebrate, uh, we have a guest. Is it Whitman's ghost? Is it the Slayer of Dragon Pit Cannon? No, it's dot dot dot, and then it's Simon who cuts in with the bum of the month. The bum of the month. The bum of the month. Yeah, sorry, I should have confirmed that. It's not ever that that calls him that. All right. Did you anyway. guys? Did you guys like uh, look? Did you? Peep the, they also get the calendar. We have Monty looking at the calendar for his thesis project. Mm. Did you guys pause it all to look at it? I did not, but I'm guessing it's now like springtime or early spring, right? It's March. It's March, March 1st, and we got the rough ja- draft due. Then we're meeting with Pitcannon. Mm. There's two weeks of library research. Wow. And then this is great, is that is he doing classes at this point? Because on the calendar, there's one. Oh, yeah, I see it. There's now. only one class, and it's on the 15th of March. He has prof- Professor Clancy lecture at 4.15. And mm. that's the only class he has up there. But it's like all these like loose thesis dates and then microfilm research. Mm-hmm. Meeting it's with Pitcannon, 3.30 on the two, 23rd. Two Pitcannon meetings. Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, uh, rough draft chapter six. He's writing so rough draft of chapter five in the first rough draft of chapter six on the twenty fifth. Hmm. That's slow for how pleased he was. <laughs> how pleased. That's like three weeks a chapter there. So yeah. he's really, really got to. He doesn't have much time. School's you know six weeks left it's or so after close. Work. Yeah, so close. So we, the merry-go-round stops. Mm-hmm. And, and it lands on. And I gotta tell you, this is where we lose my guy Jeff. Yeah, he's taken we fully into the cult. We need to talk about Jeff at this yeah. point. So go ahead. I mean, Ben, what are your consolidated thoughts on Jeff here? Because well, this is a finally like we get. This is kind of like the Pacino versus De Niro in Heat moment. Yeah, very much like they're at the diner. This yeah. is, you know, we're we're an hour and 11 minutes into the film, and finally it's the showdown we've all been waiting for. It's mano a mano, Jeff and what Simon. In the Yeah, they're, they're, they're finally standing toe-to-toe in the center of the ring. Right. And we're going to see what the what substance is of. of these men. So Simon's making breakfast. He makes French toast. Um, and at first, uh, Jeff is... Says, "Oh, great! I love I love French toast. Awesome." That's right. And then Simon reveals uh, that there's something else in the oven uh, in which he made the French toast, which is also weird because, like, don't you, you don't make French make toast that French way. toast you on make a it stove in a top? Yeah. But I will say, my wife makes it on the stove top. She doesn't like having to get up and come back 
at the table waiting to the so she puts it all in a pan in the oven to, to warm it, it warm. sure to keep yeah. that makes that that does make sense but yeah. the thing that simon keeps warm in the oven are his socks uh That's his right. stinky smelly bum socks the french toast I love french toast even if it's made by my hands still interested Done just right. Oh, you put your socks in the oven? Sure. 250 degrees for five minutes. I like my toes toasty warm. Again, Team Jeff, folks, come on over. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see what we have to say. Hey, after this, this guy's going to be great. He's just going to cook his socks in our oven. Yeah. It's not quirky. Um, it's not cute when you're living there, folks. It's not cute so... when you want to make, when you want to <laughs> bake a cake and you got sock, sock lint burning in your oven. Yeah. So so Jeff is maybe understandably a little a little taken aback, a little grossed out by this, doesn't want right. to eat the French toast anymore. Uh and then I forget there's like some exchange where uh Simon's like, Oh, why you know, you shouldn't be so grossed out by like anatomy, aren't you studying to become a doctor? And then he asks him right. what kind of doctor You sure you don't want some? <laughs> Not now. A little squeamish for somebody who's gonna become a doctor, ain't you? Not squeamish. No? What kind of doctor are you gonna be? Gynecologist. Oh, <laughs> um, that's the sound of me getting on the bus off of Jeff Island. <laughs> yeah, and again, not that that is a you know a, a profession honorable. that that men cannot bad. pursue, but we don't Jeff want this. We don't want this guy. Yeah, particular. No. That is a red flag. A bit yeah, of a a bit of a red flag. If you know a, Jeff, you know he shouldn't be a gynecologist. That's a bit of an eyebrow raiser. Um, and so, you know, Simon gives him a little guff, and Jeff is, you know, not happy about this. And then Simon drops a line on Jeff that just murders his soul. What kind of doctor are you going to be? Gynecologist. Well, that's good. The only way you'll ever get some young, sweet thing to drop her drawers for you. Oh, what are you, the Casanova Skid Row? <laughs> you know why you hate me so much, Jeffrey? Because I look the way you feel. Because I look the way you feel. Boy, that one just cuts mm, straight into the meat, into the bone. And yeah. Jeff realizes, and apparently, my God, Simon, I will now eat Simon your... Must look, I was going to say, Simon must look hungry because Jeff is certainly proven to be hungry. That's what he's feeling in this moment. And he goes <laughs> yeah. and eats the French toast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point. So why do you think the kids tease you all the time, Jeffrey? Jealous because I'm so handsome. Come on over. Yeah, hey, he's been owned. He's been owned, Ben. Yeah, that he's owned so hard that he is literally forced to eat the smelly sock French toast, and right. that he does. Um, this is the moment where he's given in to his leader, mm-hmm. a re- Charles Manson reborn. Yes, yes, you are my God. You That's are the right. chosen one. That's correct. I will follow you. Yeah, wherever you go, wherever you lead me. This movie yep. is insane. My did champion, guys, my leader. Did you guys ever? I, I I guess we should have discussed this by now, but mm. we might as well. Did you guys ever have someone that lived with you unexpectedly during like college? You ever you ever have someone? We, did t- we talked about oh, yeah, Dan. like ran- rando roommates. Yeah, yeah. No, I never did. We. Yeah. I mean, I I spent two years. I went, to, folks. I graduated college in three years. Okay, a little Damn. bit about me. I got out of there quick. I was two years in the dorms and one year in a house with two friends. And they knew, they were pretty. We were pretty, like it was pretty tame. So yeah, there was no unexpected roommate. Did you have this, Chris? Is this? No, I don't. I don't think so. I was thinking if I did, but it's just 
it is sort of wild to think that like <laughs> this yeah. guy was hello. just making French toast and has his socks. Yeah, you hello. You, you wander down to your kitchen in the cute. morning, and there's a. So we we've been saying seventy eight or seven year old man, but I think in the movie he's referred to as like fifty eight, which is was Again, shocking when not the age generous. you want to be hanging out with in college. Yeah, but right to just be like wandering into your your well, uh, kitchen, you. like a little right. hungover perhaps in the morning, like just looking for like some cereal or whatever. And well, he's like, an alcoholic, right? So yeah. Which is not again not really discussed or or dealt with in any way, but like oh, it's just a funny I quirk. I can't stress enough how little I would have wanted this guy to live in my house in college. <laughs> there, yeah. there would have been no part of me that was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we get to have this guy living in my house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the more I think about not, it, it's like, sure, like I want to do it all that I can to help this person, but short that's a having short them live of, in my house. Again, yeah. we all have the option right now to invite people to live in our houses. None of us are doing it. Yeah. And there's a reason why. You live in your house. You choose the people you want to live with. Nobody else does. That's yeah. it. Listen, I wish I was Mother Teresa. It turns out I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure she had her own house. Well, good morning from Calcutta. It's hard to believe that we've been here 12 hours already, and it's been a busy, busy day. We started off visiting the Salvation Army's National Secretariat, where we uh, were greeted with the traditional floral presentations and adorned with garments, and uh, we just had a great fellowship there in a time of prayer. And after that, we went and saw and visited the girls' uh, working shelter, where we met a number of the students who have lived there for a few years now, who are living in Calcutta, studying, and the Salvation Army provides accommodation, a really important ministry. But of course, when many people think of Calcutta, they think of Mother Teresa and her sisters who have been living and working here in this wonderful city since 1953. Right now we're at Mother House, and this is actually where Mother Teresa lived, where she worked, where she, where she prayed. And of course, even as we arrived this morning, we could see her followers, her sisters, in their familiar white and blue uh, adornments and uh, walking the streets, following in the footsteps, and more importantly, in the ministry of Mother Teresa. This is really an incredible experience to be here and to sense something of the vibrancy, but also to see the reality of, of poverty in the streets. I don't think she like she wasn't like having people sleeping in her, you know, like I'm, she went home at some point yeah. to the convent. Probably but, true. Uh, Jeb is so wrong. Jeb is absolutely so. Uh, that's just so you understand. You know what that is? That's Jeb's special interest in okay, lobbyists oh, talking. I just. It just, uh, you, you know, it is cute. But again, he murdered your rooster and he's putting socks in your oven. That's, yeah, who I, knows would have been what he's going to do next. Full house meeting. Yeah. I'll tell you what he's going to do next. He's going to inspire all these kids to drop out of school and give up their <laughs> lifelong dreams. Uh, and anyway. also murder several innocent people. That's right. That's, that's um, gonna, they're going on a, a killing spree across the north northeast. Yeah. But he, so, he, before that, he gives them a little fatherly advice about why he's being teased. Yeah, 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 and hey, like you know, that's 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 wisdom that clearly Jeff needed. Man, he needed some of yeah. that guidance, and uh, Simon is all too happy out. to provide it. But yeah, coming up next is like honestly one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. So Courtney and and uh, Monty are are back in his room discussing his thesis, his his newly revised thesis, which I guess he's like completed a draft of, and he shared with Courtney, so she read it, and she's like, oh, it's it's incredible, like uh, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know if Pit Cannon's going to go for it. Well? Pit Cannon's going to implode. <laughs> what? You're attacking this whole belief system, weren't you? 
This has none of his pessimism. Advances in communication and technology will eventually allow the United States to accomplish its dream of pure democracy. That's right. Interactive cable's gonna save the world. All I have to do is prove it. Advances in communication... Or no, I guess she's reading... She's reading the thesis. Yeah, she's, she's reading from the thesis, and she says, Advances in communication and technology will eventually oh, yeah, allow the United States to accomplish its dream of pure democracy. That's right. And then... She's Here we like, go, baby. Amazing. And then Monty goes, that's right. Interactive cables going to save the world. Yeah. All I have to do so is close. prove it. Again, this is a Harvard education at work here, folks. These are the greatest Man. minds in the country. I mean, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, and we're oh, nigh baby. on 30 years later um, oh, from this cable. movie's release. But oh, interactive boy. cables going to save the world. This is the, the this is the internet no, he's, he's talking not about. That. You've yeah, got mail. That. He's saying you got your remote. You're on cable. You, no. you toggle through a menu. That's no, what he's, he's saying. saying. The internet is going to no. democratize the world well, and save well, the world. If you own a home computer, stay tuned to find out how you can get a free preview disc of Prodigy, the online computer service. We'll be right back. Created by a partnership of IBM and Sears. Well, you kids seem to be doing all right. Yeah. Pretty fancy computer there. Want to give it a test drive? Me? <laughs> Come on, Jack. I'll show you something absolutely super. Prodigy. Prodigy? What Prodigy does is connect our computer through a modem with a fantastic range of services. Like like banking, shopping, games, and stock quotes and business news. Updated all day long, just like the headlines, weather, and sports are. And see, you can really customize the Prodigy service. It can follow just your stocks, huh? Yep, and I trade online through a discount broker. <laughs> Here's the bulletin board for my food and wine club. Check this, the Smart Kids quiz. <laughs> the kids use this? Love it. One of the big reasons we got Prodigy. So, what grabs you? Uh, travel. Here's England for starters. <laughs> and we can find the cheapest available airfare and book our seats. Oh, say, how much does all this cost? Money. A lot less than you're thinking, Jack. Unlimited access to the Prodigy service can be yours for only $9.95 a month. That's one flat fee with no online usage charges. You can really buy some decent stuff this way. Office supplies, tools, food. What a terrific way to shop. But see for yourself how valuable the Prodigy service could be. Call now for a free preview disc. There's no obligation. Call 800-762-7900. 800-762-7900. Discover how much Prodigy offers, how easy it is to use, how little it costs. 800-762-7900 for your free preview desk of a Prodigy service. 800-762-7900. Call now. Okay. First Actually, this is, a, this, is a, this is a fair question because I was wondering, like, interactive cable is a weird way to describe the internet. It's like, not the no internet. One... It's actually interactive television is what he's talking about. If you're ever lonely watching television, your troubles may soon be over. That's because finally there's a TV that talks back to you. Kind of. Interactive TV doesn't really speak but there is a whole lot more give and take than with your average tube. Take Preview Channel's ubiquitous program guide, for example. Now, the average couch potato may have to wait a full revolution before the program information he wants returns to the screen. But the totally wired couch potato uses interactive preview to choose the programming he wants from a complete menu of options, including date, time, type of programming, even selecting pay-per-view with the touch of the remote. But it gets even better. 
And here to talk to us on the subject is Tom Grebe of GTE Main Street. And Tom, how do you define interactive TV? Interactive TV is TV that you can control. You get what you want, when you want it. Mm -hmm. If you want the local weather, you get it now. You don't have to wait for it. If you want your stock quotes, you get that. Now, people are somewhat familiar with it in terms of things like the Home Shopping Network, but it's really gotten quite a bit more high-tech and exotic and interactive. Now, what are the kinds of uh, applications that GTE Main Street has made of it? Well, in addition to shopping, you can do banking, buy and sell stocks. Uh, there's educational programs that you can uh, call up references, mm -hmm. as well as games. Now, it's really like a premium service that people are familiar with with their cable package, much like others that they may you subscribe to it. That's right. Uh, you, you subscribe to this just like you would to uh, HBO or, yeah. or any of the other uh, premium channels. Now, you piqued my interest when you bring up games. Um, now, I know one of the, the games you offer is uh, the Joker Wild, the Joker's Wild, right? right? Can you see how that works? Sure. Uh, the way that works is coming out over the, the, the cable is the signal. You react Here to it, it with a, re a special remote. Uh, with his dark glasses and black leather clothes, he became one of Rock's most unique performers. His big hits included Mean Woman Blues and Oh Pretty Woman. He is Roy Who. Uh, Orbison's the right, right one, so we yes. picked that. And my, my signal went back upstream to our computers. You're actually playing against other contestants in your neighborhood as well as the contestants on air. So you need, the, uh, you need some hardware with it, your remote. You punch in a number. You're actually playing. You're sending your answer back to... To, to our computers, yeah. and they compare your answer with my answer and the rest of the people playing. You can play for prizes. Is he talking about a futuristic notion of interactive, like where you can... TV. No, broadband, folks. We're talking about broadband. No, he's not internet. talking Wait. about that. Yeah. He's talking about literally cable broadband. TV. Broadband. <laughs> We're talking about fiber, folks. Okay. <laughs> That's not what he's saying. Yes, he's he, didn't, he didn't have FiOS. He didn't have the words FiOS. Okay, but this is what he's this is what he's saying, folks. He's talking about. Wait, let me getting... see if I can shed some light on this. This is no, from I'm a, to... a New York Times article from May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety four. I'm trying right. to place ourselves back in the in the in the time. Get us back into the zeitgeist. Man. Headline: Microsoft and Rogers plan interactive cable venture. That's what he's talking about. He's not the talking Microsoft about the Corporation said yesterday that it had signed a letter of intent with Rogers Cable Systems Ltd, Canada's largest cable television company, That's to right. provide software for an interactive cable system that will be deployed That's in the correct. first half of 1996. We're talking everybody. The with agreement a is a significant box. victory for Microsoft, which have been negotiating with big cable and telephone companies for more than a year. Blah blah. An emerging Wi-Fi, national folks. system <laughs> to provide digital video, home shopping, and other interactive yes. services. Through it's television called, and cable networks. Yeah, it's this called is, this Bluetooth. Is, this Guys, is called it, cable, internet, and phone packets, a triple play. Here it comes, the Time Warner Cable Triple Play. Crystal clear digital cable, lightning fast internet access, and low-cost phone service. Three unbeatable services from one place on one bill at one low price. First, you get DTV Digital Television with access to over 150 crystal clear channels, including on-demand programs, so you can watch what you want, when you want. Plus, you get Roadrunner High Speed Online. It's way faster than DSL and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Then, get digital phone with unlimited calling anywhere in the U.S., Puerto Rico, and Canada, all at a flat monthly rate. That's three great services in one affordable package. Satellite and telephone companies can't offer that. 
Get it with the Time Warner Cable Triple Play. Call 1-800-OK-CABLE and get 50% off the first month of any digital package. Other money-saving digital TV packages begin as low as $39.95 per month. Call now, 1-800-OK-CABLE. In 1994, the no, internet existed. The internet existed. AOL existed in 94. This is not the internet that they're no, describing. He's, they're talking he's about looking home, at the they're, internet. They're talking about home shopping That's on right. their TV. He's looking at the internet. It's like the <laughs> meme. It's like the internet meme. You know, he's walking with his girlfriend, the internet, and he's turning around, interactive cable? That's exactly what he's saying here. He's saying, you guys think this internet's going to be good. Well, wait till you get a load of having a set-top box in your house and being able to use a remote to buy uh, commemorative vases from the Reagan presidency. Monty, Monty is uh, AIMing uh, Courtney. Uh, no, he's not. Guys, this guys, okay. change everything. Headline number two. This is March 2nd, 1994. New York Times headline. Trial of interactive TV is delayed. <laughs> Time Warner Cable cast (laughs) cast new doubts yesterday on the quick arrival of commercial interactive television with its promise of hundreds of channels of entertainment and home shopping. The company said it was delaying a 4,000 home field trial of its interactive television system in Orlando, Florida until the fourth quarter. The trial was supposed to begin on April 1st. Um, I also love yeah. these guys at Time Warner. They're probably like, why are we doing this interactive TV crap? The internet operating bad. system software to run on the powerful set-top boxes that are yes, being designed to transmit interactive computer graphics and video images to home televisions. We're talking five G. It's called a router, folks. That's what we call a router. You oh say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> oh my god! It is a great line. Holy shit! We do have to move past. I know. Much like do. the rest of the country moved past interactive TV. Interactive we cables just going skip to save right the world. Yeah. But then he says right all I have to do is prove it. So even if he was right, how would you prove that in a thesis paper? Uh, You're just uh, talking about a pure like like again, ben, theory uh, these uh, are, hypothesis. These are the foremost. Uh, luminaries in all of academia oh honing their blades on these young uh, these young minds yeah all right let's but then cut. we get another someone else is writing in the house yeah let's cut to upstairs we have yeah. uh, Simon in bed he's at his he's, he's doing working a little writing. yeah he, mm. he's doing he's writing in his pad here and we now sort of writing we understand the severity the seriousness of his health and Simon is writing his obituary. New pajamas. You look great. A regular fashion plate. <laughs> Obituaries. Studying up to write mine. I'm copying you, Harvard. Study first and then write. These things are really depressing. Look at this guy, Barney Milstein, the one with the three tags. Barney Milstein. Age 79, died Saturday. No survivors, no services. How could he die? He didn't live. And he sampled a bunch of other obituaries. To He's doing research, you know. He learned from his That's Harvard right. buddies. That's right. right. Got to research before you write. I want you to read mine. Just what I got so far, anyway. Later. I ain't feeling too good, Harvard. I need your opinion now. 
Simon Wilder, born Portland, Maine, 1942, son of Hank and Anna. Married 1962 to Lisa Thorsten. Fathered one son in 1963. Left wife and son in 1963 to join the Merchant Marine. So he's talking here with Monty, who's bringing him, of course, his breakfast in bed. And uh, in this exchange, we learn that Simon left his wife and child to join to join the Merchant Marine, and it's his, you know, his one great regret, his one big moral failing. And this is a, this is a sticking point, obviously, for Monty. That's as far as I got. What do you think? I think that uh, you should put things in your obituary that you're proud of. I thought it was supposed to be facts. You had a wife and a son and you left them? Yeah. And you never came back? It's not something I'm proud of, Harvard. Yeah. Uh, he had a wife and a son born in 1963 that he left in 1963, which is a big old oof. Big old oof Again, this is the guy, the same guy who killed the rooster, is an alcoholic, and put the socks in the oven, also abandoned his wife and child. So, real nice roommate you got yourself here. Didn't give it two, three years. We are more than our worst. The same year. We are more than our worst moments, folks. The same fucking year. We're more than our continually... Continually established pattern. The hero of, of our moments. film here, folks. <laughs> yeah, to his credit, he does say nothing. it's not something I'm proud of. There's like a weird exchange. Like, so, you know, Brendan Fraser's like, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then there's like some classic uh, bum wisdom uh, from, from Simon where he says, I've got news for you. When it comes to relationships, everybody's a used car salesman. What did your father do to you that was so bad? What did he do? He abandoned my mother. I've got news for you. When it comes to relationships, everybody's a used car salesman. Is that your philosophy? Don't trust anyone? No, you gotta trust people. You just can't believe in a warranty. That's cute, Simon. Really cute bullshit. Harvard. You'd be surprised how different the view is on the way out and on the way in. And then he says, you got to trust people. You just can't believe in the warranty. And then Which, as like Monty's like walking out of the room, he, he's like, you'd be surprised how different the view is on the way out than on the way in. And I'm just thinking to myself, what does any of that mean? That is like gibberish. The car right? salesman thing doesn't mean anything. The view on the way out thing. I do think a lot about dying. Is because my father used to. T- <laughs> <laughs> right, as we, know, as we know. Yeah. He said, tell me where he wanted to be buried. That was like, he would always be like, you got to bury me in this cemetery. I'm like, Dad, you're like 50. Uh, anyway, but yeah, he's just saying his perspective has changed. Yeah. You, know? you get so, old, you feel different, I yeah. guess. But, but again, it's just these like aphorisms I, and platitudes where you're just like. Yeah, like, hey, maybe just don't leave your wife and Yeah, child. like, yeah. you've got a lot of catchy phrases, but I don't know if you're. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's that, it. That uh, was. 
it could have also been referring to the rooster that he ate and then mm, uh, and then shat went out into the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> it could <laughs> have different... been what he's talking about. You'd be surprised the how the different the chicken tastes on the way in than on the way out. Yeah. So he's laying on Courtney's lap here. Yeah, head in her lap, watching you, Bugs again, Bunny cartoons. Again, common... you're like, why are these people so thrilled to be like? They're like besties. They're, they're, they're BFFs. Loving this guy. Yeah. Absolutely loving Seem, it. I was. I literally wrote in my notes. I know they've grown close, but this seems a tad intimate. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. It just yeah. doesn't. It just doesn't ring you. Like I couldn't disagree more, folks. This is normal <laughs> behavior. <laughs> totally normal. We love him. We love. Totally him. normal. I guess. Uh, so the but then they Everett comes in and they're they're going to Cinderella's going to the ball. Hello, hello, hello. Can I shut this off? I have two invites to the links. This card will make you and a guest to the greatest bash of the year. For you in the face, I presume. Ugh, means I'll have to make up with them again. Yeah, the links. We got a pajama party. The biggest bash of the year. It's a pajama party. That's exactly right. So, I mean, they, they tease Jeff about going or not going. Uh, Monty says he's taking Simon mm-hmm. to the ball, which mm-hmm. again, you're 20, you got one more semester left in college, <laughs> you're going to a big party. The first thing yeah. that comes to your mind is, what do I want to have there but my homeless roommate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody, chicks dig the homeless room. Like, I'm, I just don't understand the prioritization here of, by month. I mean, you could invite the uh, beautiful, perfect, angelic woman that you live with right. who's been may literally may not th- be attending college there. We don't know. Who's been throwing herself at you for the past like 20 minutes of throwing school, herself, like, basically and, the entire movie, and footballs and baseball. <laughs> yeah. Like, catch with you. Yeah. And uh, she's one various, of the various, you know, leg raisers and yeah, throwing yeah. lots of things in. He's like, no. But they're going I'll, with Monty. I'm going to take Monty. This little Monty. banter here between Courtney and uh, Simon is just fabulous. Oh, when they're talking about what they're going to wear. So what are you going to wear on your date? Oh, well, I don't know, because my evening gown hasn't come back from the cleaners yet. Well, honey, hasn't anyone told you Lynx is a pajama party? Yeah. Yeah. That was skin crawling. I, like, yeah. could I could Very not deal. Cringe. I could not deal with that scene. <laughs> I really, <Good> like... <laughs> Like, oh my up. god she's doing kind of like just one of the girls kind of yeah effeminate like oh what are you gonna wear yeah. Yeah. oh my god um so they head off they scamper off to the ball let's yep. talk about this pajama party yeah it's great Boy, oh boy, oh boy, did anybody ever tell you you look just like Marilyn? No, Schwartz. Her father owns a deli where we get this mouthwash that's the best. Now, there's a boy that knows how to wear silk. He's covering a trifle. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Did anybody ever tell you you look just like Marilyn? Uh, that's a four out of five pesky peppers for me. Could be a little spicier, but it's got a lot of swag in the delivery. And just uh, note, our guy Jeff, like straight off the bat, maybe I'm back on Team Jeff here. He's the one talking to the Marilyn Monroe. To Monroe, yeah, yeah. Jeff's trying to. She has his arm around him. Yeah, it looks like it's they're hitting it off. That's a good point. Looks um, like they're hitting it off. Jeff but... might have a little more game than we gave him credit for. Did you guys ever go to a college party like this? This is just like uh, like guess. a Halloween party, but not I'm drop, like. I'm gonna yeah. drop a yeah. I'm gonna drop a bomb on you here. Didn't get invited out a lot. 
<laughs> Kent State didn't. I don't think Kent State had the. It was more of a commuter school. Mm. Yeah. So like, but we. I went to. You know, you'd go to Halloween party is the the thing, right? But I mean, that, that's when everybody. Because we, I would go to different colleges for Halloween, or, and like they had the the big parade. You know, there was yeah. hundreds of kids. We, I, at my house, I had a beach party where we put sand on our porch. Oh, all right, that's pretty yeah. cool. So like we did stuff like that. We had themed parties at our house that you know a couple hundred people would come to, and you didn't know any of them. Mm-hmm. Ben and I both went to NYU, and you know <sighs> parties in New York City, different. like th- yeah, this is like a frat house. It's different. This, this yeah, just like and, looks and feels like a yes. frat house, and every, every college party I could think of was like a cramped dorm room or a cramped apartment. It was well, yeah. You're not this. going. You're not having hundred. You know, like yeah. you're doing. You're going to the ding dong lounge or whatever. You know, you're going. Yeah. To the, what's the place of the ping pong tables? Like you're going down there. Uh, cat. Uh, black cat. Fat, something black, like fat that. cat. Fat, black cat. Black, black pussy cat. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're going down there. Fat black pussy cat's the big yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah. NYU had frats, but no one I knew was actually anyone. Yeah, because it was like yeah. kind of sus to be in a frat at, at that college. But uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. You know, you're 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 working at a gallery during the day. You're attending, you know, tapings of uh, late night talk shows at night. Exactly. In between yeah. those things, you know, you're exactly. uh, heading up to the Upper West Side to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to head no. to dark room, do some coke yeah. in the bathroom. You know, we yeah. don't have time for these yeah. uh, these, no these big house parties. Yeah. Trying to get reses at Dorcia, that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, yeah. back yeah. back That's to the pajama going. party here. Right. So we this see, is a Midwestern, yeah, Seminole College party. Yeah. We mm-hmm. see uh, Courtney and the face having a lovers quarrel. That's and right. Simon, yeah, this and, is our first glimpse of the actual glimpse of the face. Um, who literally and looks like a what like a, a henchman from like it a diehard movie? It looks like they animated a mannequin. <laughs> yeah, Simon <laughs> this guy's is. He's got all the personality of a bowl of oatmeal. Simon yeah, he's about up, to be murdered by John McClane. Simon <laughs> yeah. is hyping up Monty here and just basically saying, you know, hey man, when when, when are you gonna get your act together? You know, like right. th- this girl is who you're supposed to be. With. Listen, you shouldn't be with me. Why am I cramping your style? Look at her, she's beautiful. Yeah, you have good taste. <laughs> yeah, and you're in love with her. So what? So what? Yeah, so what? So what? That's everything. Not to her, it isn't. So prove her wrong. In four years, I haven't been able to get her to admit that she's wrong about anything. That proves she loves you. What are you waiting for? To drive free, to love free, to court destruction with taunts, to feed the remainder of life with one hour of fullness and freedom, one brief hour of madness and joy. Would you like to dance? I maybe you shouldn't. Let's not go overboard with this staying alive junk. Yes, I would. Just a minute. Don't let her be a regret. It's worse to mean a loser. What's your name, honey? Marty. What's your major, Marty? Yeah. Right. And he says, don't let her be a regret. It's worse than being a loser. Conveniently, he's about to get his act together right then because she storms out of the party. She's mm-hmm. having this lover's quarrel with the face. She storms oh, out sorry, of the party. Sorry, we should know, to, in, as part of his pep talk to Monty, Simon, oh, of yeah. course, quotes oh, a little bit more God. Whitman. Oh, my God. To and drive free, it. to love free, to court destruction with taunts, to feed the remainder of life with a one-hour... Yeah. And apparently that's all it takes at this party. 
brief hour of madness and joy, which is uh, from the poem One Hour to Madness and Joy, from the book of poetry, you guessed it, Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman. <laughs> but I gotta say, this is kind of a fire verse from Simon, especially with that, like, 90s techno music, like, playing sure. in the background. Um which I got to shout out. That is a, a an absolute banger of a of a track. That's by uh, Tribe. Uh, a uh, uh, it's called or no, sorry, it's the song is called uh, Tribe by. It's, that's house music, right? That's actual house. I think music. it's like yeah, house tel- electro, the, like kind of like it's sort of house. more like trip poppy kind of yeah. down tempo. But yeah, house, sure you could call it that. But um, that but group is uh, is the Thompson Twins who kind of like reformed in the nineties under a different name. Yeah, hold me now. Yeah, um, same group. Yeah, they they like evolved in, into the nineties and like changed up their style and changed their name. Who knew? Um, yep. So there right. so so we gotta we gotta keep Simon, this train moving here. Sure. Yep. Keep it on the Simon call. goes home with a lady. <laughs> oh yeah, right Simon then. gets yeah he he gets yeah, a, Simon, he gets a match. Simon hooks <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> Someone overhears is, that. That that fire yeah, those, those, those bars he was spitting and that's it. Yeah. Tip to you kids out there in college, bring but leaves of grass to your next party. M- more mm-hmm. importantly, Monty follows Courtney outside. She's all distressed. After both of them, after like tight close up push in on both of them, like forlornly, like looking, like mm-hmm. Monty. She walks by. He waits. 10 seconds and the camera just pushes it on him as he just watched her go by we cut to the outside she's just looking in the water of the pond yeah she's like outside like sitting on a fountain all alone and wearing like basically lingerie like she's right. in like, yes. a, like, a, like, a, like a little slip nighty. what are you doing I'm ending our friendship we thought our boy Monty didn't have any game uh, but it turns he, out he's got it when it counts. He Navy blue jammies. Tricks. He's coming straight down the pike. She's sitting yeah. at the the big old fountain there, mm-hmm. and he murdery murdery vibes just stalks <laughs> right over to yes, her. Yes, like with stalking his big old gray. arms, and then he takes very his, deliberate. He takes very... his right paw, puts it puts puts it right on her face, and grabs her. her. Yeah, and then smooches what her you right on the lips. What are you doing? And this is a great line. I'm ending our friendship. Boom. And Got get, him. And then we don't don't have a lot of time to bask in the afterglow. Ugh. They're in bed and... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can I bask in the afterglow for a little bit? Because, oh, like, yeah, sure, that sure. move... I mean, I just gotta, I just gotta dwell. Move, huh? Monty, an absolute player and a pimp, and we love him forever. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> like, to, to, to recognize the, the vulnerability... You know, uh, like, let me tell you guys, uh, someone with a, a lot of experience, uh, if you know okay. what I mean, the best time to make a move on a chick is right after she gets in a fight with another dude. You know, she's vulnerable, I love the, the she's fight upset. Is never, the fight is not explained. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Well, her in the face, like, there, there is, like, little breadcrumbs throughout the movie of, like, her in the face, like, oh, we're fighting, oh, we're gonna have to make up, like, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Like, she's always kind of, like brushing or like but this is like they're dancing happily at the party yeah and then they just fight to the point where she storms off because he's probably like um did you just call me uh sex or the face did you say (laughs) i don't bring sex home about our relationship i I thought we were dating i thought you were my girlfriend (laughs) if you would give me any screen time i could tell you what my major is yeah i haven't gotten a literal (laughs) word in in this movie no he doesn't get a word in he just kind of throws his hands up but uh we're we're sitting in bed with these two after yeah. they've ended their friendship. 
and we get a peek at Brendan Fraser's backside. Oh, hang on now, do Did we? Anybody else notice that? Come on, Ben. Let's scroll your... One twenty-two oh three. As he's oh, you're pants. right. We get some crack. Oh, yeah. Well, you get the whole thing. Oh, that's but definitely. That's they're interrupted on. by. Uh, yeah, like talk a, about a buzzkill, man. Yeah, horrible, like, horrible just, timing, my dude. You're trying to get my pimp on. Love of your life. Yeah, you're, this is going to be a night that lasts forever. But no. What's wrong? What's wrong? Hell? Look, I can do hospital. No. No. I promised. I didn't want to be alone. And he's dying outside their door. Nope, you gotta collapse on the floor of the common room. And then for some reason, this is a, another head scratcher here. I guess I guess he's going to sleep in Courtney's room, I guess, but he puts him in his own bed. Yeah. Like, yeah, he has a bed. I guess I he didn't want to bring him up. Maybe it was final... too hard to bring him upstairs. Maybe it's also like the final barrier yeah. between them, you know, like the final act sort of like of, welcoming and embrace. You're here, you're part of this. Yeah, you yeah, can smell my own yours? sheets. What's yeah, mine is yeah. yours, yeah. You've been listening to Switch. 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 Switch.